you're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Bakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost with credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. So today, another Dave Ramsey response video. In the past, some critics were saying, oh, you're not actually responding to Dave's points when he talks about credit. He's giving you good information. But I said, no, it's constantly misinformation with Dave Ramsey. It's misrepresenting credit. It's missing the point. It's giving this idea that credit is an all or nothing enterprise. Everyone loses or it's not worth it. And today's response video, this was a video he put up about a month ago, a highlight from The Ramsey Show, where he is on this time instead of other personalities. The video is titled, Do Credit Cards Really, all caps, Offer Better Protection, in quotes, than debit cards? So Dave Ramsey is going to try to sell you on this idea that debit cards and credit cards, it's the same thing in terms of protection, that if there's fraud, if there's any kind of issue, that you don't have to worry about it. It's going to be the same thing, debit versus credit. So why would you use credit when you can get all the protection from a debit card? Of course, he's not going to talk about the miles and points and the different benefits that you can get from credit if you use it responsibly. Now, in previous videos, I've said, look, you have to be responsible with use of your money, whether it's debit or credit be responsible with it. One can simply charge things to their credit card, pay it off at the end of the month, and treat it like a debit card. And what's going to be the disadvantage of this? As long as you're being responsible with your credit, you're being organized, you're not overspending, then you should be fine. So let's see what Dave Ramsey and his co-host have to say here. We'll start the video. All right, here we go. Today's question comes from Ruth in Virginia. My debit card has fraud, has had fraud two times in a two-week period. It's time-consuming to change all the auto payments and to get a new card. Some people say that credit cards are harder for thieves to do fraud than on a debit card. Okay, so yeah, if you've had incidents of fraud on your debit card, usually the situation is that the money is out of your account. You're having to float those transactions or the money involved with the transactions. So, for instance, if you see a random purchase at a furniture store for $150 in a different state on your debit card, and you call your bank and say, hey, I don't recognize this purchase, I don't know what's going on. Typically the response is, oh, they're going to have to do an investigation, and that money is going to be taken out of your account. So if you're one of these people in Ramsey's audience or outside the audience who's quote unquote paycheck to paycheck or they don't have much funds, it's a, it's could be an incredible liability if you're using debit because that money is taken out of your account and you can't make other transactions. This investigation from the bank might happen and take like two, three weeks, maybe even more. But if you have a credit card and there's fraudulent transactions, you don't have to pay those. You don't have to float that money. You'll call the bank and say, hey, there are transactions here I don't recognize. I've had to go through this before personally. They'll send me some sort of statement in the mail, something to sign or talk over the phone. Then they'll send something in the mail saying, okay, you acknowledge you don't recognize these transactions. They do their investigation and say, okay, I had fraud on my account on uh, April 19th. The statement closes on the 20th. There's still a 30-day grace period where I don't have to worry about those payments or that balance being due, right? But if you're with a debit card and that money's taken out of your account, say you're living paycheck to paycheck, you have $500 in your checking account, and there's a fraudulent purchase for $450, well, you're not going to have the flexibility of that $450 for the rest of the week. But if you're using a credit card, okay, that card in particular might be frozen. They'll reissue you a new card. They'll send it in the mail. But with debit, you have that one bank account, that one checking account, that one debit card. You're not going to be in good shape because you're having to float that money in almost all circumstances. But with credit, we're not going to float the money. So let's um, continue with the video here. 
What is your experience and opinion with this? Is there any truth to that theory? Also, some people recommend using a credit card for all purchases and paying it off at the end of the month. Yes, exactly. Use your credit card for purchases, pay it off at the end of the month. Reap the rewards, reap the benefits. You're getting a new card like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which at the time of this recording, April 20th, 2023, they're giving an 80,000 point welcome offer for spending, I believe, $4,000 in 90 days. So you can rack up the spend and get that 80,000 point bonus that'll give you more than $1,000 of value for travel. But when you're using most debit cards, you're getting nothing back. You're getting no rewards on the spend that you're doing anyway. I'm not saying go out there, use credit, buy all this random stuff, run up big bar tabs, buy the Gucci bags, you know, blow the money. No, don't do that. Be responsible. The same way you would with a debit card, folks. But the Ramsey Show isn't going to advocate this. <laughs> the caller, the questioner, whatever, oh, well, look, I'll just pay it off at the end of the month. What's the problem? So let's see what the Ramsey Show personalities have to say here. I know that you advise against doing that method. Can you shed some light onto why this is an unwise method? Yeah, so it's not an unwise method. It's Is it really even a method? Like, um, it's, it's weird to say that, but yeah, I guess you can call it a method, whatever. We're a little bit um, for words here, but yeah, why not put all your expenses on the credit card, be responsible with your spending, and pay it off at the end of the month? You rack up the rewards, you get the welcome bonuses, you get the travel benefits, and you're going to get a lot of other things from credit cards too. Now I'm looking at a page here for Visa Infinite Credit Card Benefits. I could drag it into the screen here if you're watching on YouTube. So we have Visa Zero Liability Policy. You won't be responsible for unauthorized transactions made with your Visa card. If your card is ever lost, stolen, or fraudulently used, the zero liability covers it. This is on a Visa Infinite card I'm looking at. We have Roadside Dispatch. Roadside Dispatch will ask for your location is. Um, you can call Visa and get this benefit. Personally, I have AAA, so I don't see using this, but that could be a benefit. You're probably not going to get this with a debit card. How about auto rental collision damage waiver? When you use your Visa Infinite card to rent a vehicle, you get built-in auto rental coverage. You're covered for physical damage, theft, reasonable customary towing. So you're almost certainly not going to get that with a debit card. And Dave Ramsey is just going to say, oh, use your debit card to rent your car. And if you're doing that, you're probably going to have to pay some sort of advanced deposit as well. So you're floating money there. Debit cards probably aren't going to give you that, almost certainly not going to give you that. Travel accident insurance here on Visa Infinite credit card. Add peace of mind to your itinerary. Purchase your airline ticket with your covered Visa Infinite card and you can enjoy travel accident insurance. Almost certainly not going to get that with a debit card. How about trip cancellation and trip interruption reimbursement? When you purchase your travel ticket with a covered Visa Infinite card and you must cancel or interrupt your trip, the benefit can help you reimburse non-refundable costs. This can definitely come in handy. You're almost certainly not going to get this with a debit card. And there could be times where you have a flight, the flight gets canceled, and maybe Visa Infinite, Visa can reimburse you and say, okay, well, we'll cover your hotel for the night because the flight got canceled. You're almost certainly not going to get that with a debit card. And lost or stolen card reporting here. Reporting a lost or stolen card is simple. Call Visa Global Care Services. Okay, well, Probably this would be on a debit card, but with the auto insurance, the travel insurance, the trip cancellation, trip interruption, reimbursement here, we have travel and emergency assistance services, lost luggage reimbursement. We're almost certainly not going to have this on debit cards. Trip delay reimbursement, another one. Um, if your flight is delayed by more than six hours or requires an overnight stay, trip delay kicks in. So you're going to get this on a credit card. You're almost certainly not going to get this on a debit card. 
How about extended warranty protection? Extend your warranty time period when you use your covered Visa Infinite card for your purchase. Extended warranty will add an additional year of coverage, uh, return protection, purchase security, emergency cash disbursement. In case of emergency, we can arrange a wire cash transfer to your local Western Union within two hours of approval from your bank and um, other things, hotel theft protection, emergency mental dental, cell phone protection, baggage delay reimbursement, price protection, emergency evacuation. We're getting so, so many benefits from credit cards that we're not finding in debit cards. So let's see if uh, Dave Ramsey show will, will tell you about these things. Happy to. I love that you called it a theory because that's theory. what it is. It's a theory. So she's saying it's a theory. So this is already like poisoning the well. Oh, it's just a theory. Well, no, a theory is just a working idea that we have based on evidence. Okay, we have this idea. Okay, we'll put our expenses on a credit card. We pay things off. We get rewards. It's just a theory, folks. Oh, why would you do that? I'm going to be honest with you. You asked for my opinion and my experience. I have never, ever had problems with using a debit card. And I have... Okay, so she's haven't had problems with using a debit card. That's her personal experience. Okay, fine. But what if those problems happen? You might have gotten lucky. You didn't run into fraud. You didn't run into problems. But what if the problems happen? Okay, so you have not had a bad experience. But what is the truth here? Do credit cards have more fraud protection? It's not about your personal experience. It's about what the facts are experienced much fraud um you know there's been plenty of times where i saw the guy i saw the transactions from best buy popping up okay well that sounds like fraud then she says oh i haven't experienced much fraud first she says she didn't have any problems now she's saying she hasn't experienced much fraud so what is it she's saying here she saw transactions popping up from best buy on her debit card so let's hear about how she handled that up uh on my screen as it was happening around christmas time and i just called the bank and i said someone's got my information this is a fraud purchase fraudulent purchase I mean, lickety split the money was back in my account. Okay, I don't think lickety split the money is back in your account. My personal experience when I've had some issues was that I had to call the bank. As I said before, they do an investigation. And I, I'm really, really doubting this lickety split the money was back in the account. There was no investigation at all. The money was never taken out. It was a pending transaction. You called them in and they just didn't allow the transaction to go through. Is this going to happen 100% of the time? Even if this did happen, lickety split, the money was back in your account. Um, is, that, is that going to be the case for all time here and all experiences? As I said before, with credit cards, you're not going to have to worry about floating the money. But with debit cards, you run into that issue of having to float the money if it's not in lickety split. And you can look, and I was just talking with Dave about this. You know, I think a lot of people get hung up because if you look at some of these acts, the Electronic Funds Transfer Act, you know, and, and some of these things, it, it'll say there's some slight differences, but at the end of the day. Okay, so slight differences. So slight differences, but I've given you an entire list of differences of protections and benefits of using credit cards versus debit cards. Just on the screen here, um, we see here debt is still dumb. Hope is still real. So, yeah, Dave Ramsey takes this position of debt, that if you owe money, this is debt. This is such a bad thing. But what about, as we heard in the beginning of the video, okay, you owe money, but you paid off at the end of the month. So let's wait to hear about that and what else they're saying. The actual contract on your MasterCard, right, on that, that trumps that. And it's zero liability. Okay, yeah, it could be zero liability and you won't be responsible for the fraudulent transaction. But are the debit cards going to go as far as the credit cards offering various protections and will you have to float the money for a long time in that 
bank account, that checking account with that debit card. And what's going to happen when they freeze your card and you're not able to use it? Well, for a person like me and hopefully you listener, you have multiple credit cards. So if there's a problem on one card, you can just use other cards and not be tied up and go through inconveniences. It's the same. Okay, but it's not the same. We read a big list earlier in the episode. It's not the same. Look up MasterCard and Visa and look at the... Okay, Dave Ramsey now, if you look up MasterCard and Visa, it's the same. Well, it's not the same. Uh, are you going to get the other benefits? Or are you going to get the other protection? So the, the video title anyway, just do credit cards really offer better protection than debit cards? But I've read off a list of things where you have more protection. Now, if they're going to be picking, say, oh, it's only on the fraud case, okay, maybe, but you're still going to have to float the money compared to credit. And we're going to have travel insurance protection, rental car protections, and so, so much more. What if we have a rental car lost or stolen? Or stolen, I think, would be a better thing. If we have a rental car stolen, are you going to be able to call your bank and say, hey, my rental car was stolen. Can you kick in here? Can you investigate this? Can you help me out? I don't think that's going to be the case with debit cards at all. The actual agreement online, for it says, for debit cards and credit cards, they're the exact same fraud protection. Okay, but it's not the exact same if you have to float the money. If you're going to have the card locked and you're not going to be able to use it anymore, but with credit, well, okay, we might get a replacement card in the mail. It might take a few days or we could just use another card. But if you only have one debit card, you're not setting yourself up for a good situation here. And the exact same protection, it's not the exact same when you have money in a checking account. That money is floating. That money is taken out for a certain part of time. Whereas with a credit card, we don't have to do that because we're only going to have to pay the statement when the statement comes up and Almost certainly, it's not going to take 30 days or more for the credit card fraudulent transactions to be resolved. You have zero liability. Zero. Zero. Now, if you're... Okay, perhaps zero liability, but can you tell us the rest of the story that the money will be taken from your account? It's going to be on hold. You won't be able to use those funds. We didn't hear that. We heard from the one host, lickety split, the money was back in my account. But again, I don't think that's going to be the case all the time. Your debit card in a two-week period as you had... Okay, so now we're up to a two-week period now. We went from lickety split to a two-week period. Fraud two times, your credit card would have had fraud two times. Right. Because wherever... Uh, well, that's not necessarily the case. Because a debit card had fraud two times, that a credit card had fraud two times, it could be the case that people get information about your checking account. Maybe you're using the swipe or the chip on a credit card and that technology or sorry, a debit card and that technology might not be on a credit card. For instance, I use Samsung Pay to make purchases in person, getting 4.5% back with my Altitude Reserve credit card. Now, is the mobile pay going to be hijacked, like using a chip or swiping a debit card would? I don't think so. I don't think it's as, as likely. It's, exact, it's exactly the same. See, it's a lot of like black and white thinking with Dave. It's, you know, all debt is bad. It's the exact same protection. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not all the same, Dave. Where you're using that thing is being picked up somewhere. It just means somebody has your information yeah. now. And if I get your credit card information, you're going to have to change your credit card. Okay. If they get your credit card information, you'll have to change your credit card. If they get your debit card, you're going to have to change it. Okay. Yes. But what about the rest of the story? Are you going to have to float the funds if there's fraud on your credit card? No. Are you going to have to float the funds if it's on your debit card? Probably. Same thing. You're going to get the same. It's not the same thing. Same phone call from the same bank 
Now, it's your money in your checking account, and with a credit card, it's the bank's money. So who do you think the bank is going to be more on your side with, their money or your money? What's that going to be? And they're going to say, we have activity that does not look like it is your normal activity, and we're going to stop all charges until we verify this. You get that from debit cards, you get that from credit cards. Uh, with my bank, it's an automated thing. They call up, and I have to push one, and yeah. then I have to push Okay, with his bank, that's the thing. But I'm not sure that's going to be the case in all situations. I, I think it was said before, oh, it's like a two-week period. Well, what happens if the transactions happen? You don't recognize what's going on, and other people are making multiple transactions. I don't think it's just immediately stopped. And then you might run into your debit account being overdrafted, and then you're dealing with another hassle or another issue there. Whereas with a credit card, that's not going to be the case. About three things now. I verify that, verify that, verify that. So, you know, I was down in Mexico, Cabo, a few weeks ago, and they're like, what are you doing in Mexico? You're right. Okay, so maybe it's not the same exact thing here, that if you're in Mexico using your debit card, are you going to get those fraud alerts like you would on a credit card? Now, I've seen a lot of emails with my credit cards that say, okay, well, we've updated our systems, and if you make certain purchases for certain regions, we automatically detect that you're in that area. So, for instance, if I book a flight using the Visa Infinite altitude reserve okay i'm paying the taxes and fees but offsetting those with points to a flight to italy and i go to italy and i start using the altitude reserve in italy well the systems are intelligent they see okay well you're going on a flight to italy you're in italy at this time so we're not going to run into fraud alerts or i can simply proactively call the bank and say hey i'm going to be using my card overseas these aren't usual transactions um but but dave didn't have the foresight to do that america's voice on money I'm not calling the bank and saying, hey, I'm traveling. And obviously his debit card didn't have those intelligent things built in if it's just going to run fraud alerts in Mexico. Right. Hillbilly. And I'm like, so they, you know, like, <laughs> weird charge, weird charge, weird charge. And I'm like, no, not weird charge. It was me. I'm here. Okay, so what is it? Is it multiple charges and then it gave you the fraud alert? Or was it one charge and it gave you the fraud alert? Um, before we were hearing about it would detect multiple charges, but now it's one charge. So what is it? And so, yeah, but that's that it, the algorithms follow the pattern of the purchases for a debit card or a credit card. I don't think that's true because you just said that you went to Mexico with your debit card and you got fraud alerts because it happened to be in Mexico. But I just said with my Visa Infinite Altitude Reserve credit card that it had an algorithm detecting that I was overseas and I didn't get fraud alerts. Because here's the thing. In either case, credit card or debit card, you are not liable for a transaction that was not yours if you have a Visa or a MasterCard product. Okay, maybe so. But again, with a debit card, we're likely going to have to float funds and we're going to run into more headaches. I would think that the headaches with the fraud alerts, the declines, I think that those would be quite a waste of time compared to just using a credit card and just having the transactions going through or proactively calling the bank. Maybe you're making lunch, you're prepping lunch, and you could just take a five-minute call to the bank and say, hey, I'm going to a certain area just to let you know, put a travel alert to allow transactions. But Dave didn't do that. And it's this idea of, oh, you're going to make life so much easier if you use debit. But we're seeing again and again from their own testimony that debit cards are making life more complicated. That is their agreement with you, period. So in either case, if Best Buy mm -hmm. or, I don't know, whatever place in Taco Bar, Mexico, right? right? He's just having a hard time getting an example here. It's, it's really interesting. But again, he's not telling you the whole story. Oh, wherever, whatever merchant, it's going to be the same thing. Not necessarily. Uh, it's showing up. 
That means somebody got your number and it wasn't you. In this case, it was me. In your case, it wasn't you. But if they if they let that money go, yeah, the bank lets that money go out of your account if it's a debit card or just against your credit card, they can't get it back. They lose money. Okay, but they actually don't lose money if it's out of your money and in your account, in your bank account. But when it's the bank's money and it's their money that they're letting you borrow or use as a loan, however you want to phrase it, they should be more concerned about their own money versus your money that's in the bank account. Like they have more skin in the game when it's their money as opposed to your money in a debit card account. It's not the exact same thing. Now it might be similar that you're going to have the fraud protections, but it's not going to work out the same way. It's not going to be the same way in practice. That's right. So, in, in, and they lose the exact same money. No, they don't lose the exact same money because when it's the debit card, it's your money. When it's the credit card, it's their money. On a credit card fraud, as they lose on a debit card fraud. No, they're not losing money on debit card frauds. It's your money. If you never reported as a fraudulent transaction and it happened, they're not losing money. And so they run the same theft and fraud algorithms to try. They don't run the same theft and fraud algorithms. Now imagine if you had a credit card and you ran up charges for like 9,000 and there are no algorithms, they're actually gonna make money if you don't pay that money and you pay interest. But if you have a debit card and you run up all the purchases and your account goes down to zero, they're not losing money. They're just taking your money and they don't really care. They, they want to take your money. But with the credit card, if you could be, again, responsible, they have more skin in the game that when fraud happens on your credit card, they're more determined to resolve it and figure out what's going on because it's their money as opposed to your money in your bank or checking account. Track to see if you're doing it. It's mm -hmm. no different. But, but it is different. It's their money versus your money. It's no different. So if you don't like having to change everything and get a new card with all your auto payments uh, with a debit card, you're going to have the exact same. Okay, but it's not the exact same thing. And I really don't like this idea of all the auto payments on a debit card. If you're using that debit card actively or really much of anything. Because look, if you have one checking account and you have like 10 things on auto pay on that one debit card, that's going to be a massive headache if there is fraud or if for some reason you decide to switch banks, you have to change everything over. But what I'm doing with credit cards is I have different subscriptions on different cards and I keep track of what's where. So when I'm using a different card, it's spread out. It's not all in the same account because you're putting your eggs in one basket if you're using one debit card. Whereas people like me and hopefully you, listener, you have multiple credit cards. So you're spread more. You're not putting everything in one account. And there's the problem with that one account. Imagine you go overseas and you just have one debit card. And then there's some lock on the account. And you can't purchase anything. You don't have the cash on hand. There's some issue. And you have to make a transaction, but your card is locked. I'm never going to have that problem with multiple credit cards because I have outs. I have different ways to make transactions. But the normie perspective here, oh, just use your one debit card, use your one debit card for everything, never use a credit card. Like you have that problem with a debit card, there's an issue. You're going to be in bad shape for quite a while. 
Whereas, okay, look, I have the issue on one of my Chase cards, so now I'll start using an Amex card. I have an issue on Chase and Amex. Well, guess what? Now I can go over to US Bank. Like I have so many options and one issue isn't going to tie me up. Whereas Dave's system of the just one debit card, I, I don't remember him advocating for multiple bank accounts and multiple cards. Uh, I'm just not gonna have that issue. Whereas if you have fraud on your debit card, you're gonna have lots of issues. Thing happened with your credit card. It has nothing to do with debit or credit. It has to do with where you're using the stupid thing. Right. You're running somewhere where somebody's picking the thing up. And you need to look at your, somewhere you're going where somebody's got a fraud reader yeah. or something, a card reader that's a, stuck in yeah. the thing. And, uh, or your passwords suck. Something. Somebody's getting your info. Yeah, so you see, when you have one password, one account, you're going to be in bad shape. And, and it's just like a bad strategy here. Like, I've criticized Ramsey about this before. It, it's just giving this one idea of how to do things. Use the one debit card, use cash for everything, instead of advocating a more advanced strategy. If he's understanding the advantage of having multiple banking relationships, multiple credit cards, using the credit cards responsibly again, then life is actually easier in many ways because you're not, it's like going to the poker table and, oh, well, poker is a bad game because I kept going blind all in and I kept losing or, oh, blackjack's a bad game because I just kept doubling on every hand. You can't win, you lose. It's like, well, maybe there's a better strategy. Maybe there's a better strategy you could use with credit. In a previous episode, the guy, one of the co-hosts was talking about being mindful with your debit card and your purchases. So if you could be mindful with debit, then why don't you be mindful with credit as well instead of just lamenting credit as ruin this um, black or white thinking. Information. I know some of the guys around here, they like privacy.com because you can buy things online and you can basically use a incognito card. So they're never seeing your information. So that's an option for people who are looking, but... Yeah, I mean, you could use privacy. You could use all these other things. Like I like using PayPal. I like using Google Pay. At checkout, some people might use Apple Pay. There are all kinds of different ways to not have your information jacked. And again, with multiple cards, if I have an issue on one card, it's not that big of a problem because I have so many others. I mean, at the moment, I have more than 40 credit cards. I really want more, but I have to wait in between applications. And I'm getting so much in terms of rewards and flights and hotels and travel benefits. Rather than this idea of, oh, I go on my one vacation a year. Oh, I can't afford travel, so I don't travel. Like the Ramsey audience that can manage credit responsibly is missing out tremendously because Ramsey's just giving you this terrible strategy of, oh, credit and debit's the same. Oh, just use cash and debit for everything. You know, oh, what, what's what's the whole blue about credit? I like the, and I kind of want to address, Dave, the, the second part of this question, which is saying some oh. people recommend, and I this is- Oh, look, she has like the emotional reaction. She's saying people recommend just using your credit card and paying it off at the end. She's like, oh, oh. She's like moving her hand up, her like eyes are flickering. She's like, I think touching her hair here. It's like the mere mention of, oh, maybe there's a better strategy. Maybe you could just be responsible with your spending and just pay everything off. Embrace the frugal life and just pay off your credit card. Treat it like a debit card. Treat it like a checking account. Don't go buying random stuff. Like, is this really difficult? Now, there might be some people who think that is difficult. Oh, I have, I could spend $5,000 tomorrow, so I'm just going to go out and buy plasma TVs or whatever. Like... Well, no, not everybody's like that. Some people get into debt. Some people pay interest. But it doesn't have to be that way, Dave. Even if like one out of 10 people can be responsible with credit. It's like I brought this thing with alcohol. Like, yeah, some people can have problems with alcohol. They get into um, dangerous, violent ways. 
they might shirk their other responsibilities, they get into problem drinking, but it, it's not a fatalistic thing that anyone who touches alcohol is doomed and ruined. But that's that's what Dave is making us say, like with credit, you use credit, you're going to overspend, you can't control it. Oh, it's not worth it. Oh, look at all the people who pay interest. Well, it's not going to be the case with everyone. So if you could be organized, if you can be responsible, it's a world of rewards, travel benefits. It's just life changing if you could do it at a good level, even at a simple thing of getting one credit card every six months. Why not pick up the 80,000 bonus points? Just pay everything off. Be responsible. Again, oh. this is the thing. That yeah, she's like, if you're not watching the video, she's like air quotes here. She's like spaced. She's like moving her arms out here. This is the thing. Oh, everybody is doing. And since everybody's doing it. Okay. So it's like this weird thing of, oh, everybody's using credit and paying it off. That's a bad thing. It's like, no, it, it, it's not an effective thing to do because other people are doing it. It's an effective thing to do because we can see the rewards and the benefits of using credit and being responsible with it don't do it which her, her eyes are moving back and forth she's like raising her voice at the mere mention of use your credit card and pay it off Ooh, the horror the horror which is i put all of my purchases for the month yeah on my credit card just mm -hmm. to make it easy dave so i don't have to oh she's like putting her hands up again i put all my purchases just to make it easy dave well actually it is you know just make your purchases put them on the credit card and pay them off just pay it off think about it you know i just go to the store swipe it correct and then at the end of the month, I can just pay it off. When my and actually, no, I think that's a poor framing. I don't even think about it. Well, we're still thinking about the purchases we're making. She's making it out to seem like, oh, we're just spending recklessly. I don't even think about what I'm spending. Like, just think about what you're spending. Don't be one of the degenerates in the grocery store who puts so much stuff in the cart that they have to hang things off the end of the cart because they're buying soda. You know, I'm here. I, I've gotten criticism from people like Justin. You went to Las Vegas and. You know, you're just drinking water and you're not going to the, the uh, high class Michelin star steakhouses. It was like, look, I don't value that stuff. I'm not going to spend money on that stuff just because I have credit. I'm not going to go whale out and buy useless stuff. I am happy with the My Vegas Rewards using my CVS Care Pass for $10 credit at CVS, getting a quick lunch, going to restaurants using like 20 off of 40 deals in Las Vegas. Like I'll go locally. I, I just posted on social media today. I had a $10 off credit with American Express that I used with Grubhub. And I got General Tso's tofu at a local Chinese restaurant and paid like three bucks after the credit. Just because I have credit doesn't mean I'm going and spending all this money. Oh, you're not even thinking about it. It's like, look, I'm still being mindful of my spending with credit. Why, why is this so hard for them to get? A check comes in. I put all my purchases on my debit card and it comes out my checking account. <laughs> so Dave Ramsey's like, oh, well, you put all your spend on a credit card. Well, I put all my spend on a debit card. It's like, okay, Dave, but you're missing out on all the rewards. Now, they might not matter to you because you boast about your money. And I have all this money in this expensive studio and my business and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like, okay, a lot of people in your audience aren't like that. And they would value the rewards. But you're advocating for people not to use credit at all, even if they could be responsible. Oh, I, I, I just do it on my debit card. Well, why miss out on all the rewards? Why? What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, the difference is that when I get a brand new card and I put spend, I'm spending anyway on the card and I'm getting a bonus of 80,000 points, $500, 150,000 points in some cases, depending what the offer is. Like, this is really found money. It's like I'm walking down the street and there are a few hundred dollar bills in front of me. Do I bend over and pick it up? Like what? It takes me just a few minutes to be conservative, to fill out a credit card application. I get the new card, I activate the card, I change the card. Instead of using the card I was using before, I just use this new card to make purchases. 
and I spend strategically. I'll use this card that bonuses grocery at a grocery store. I'll use this card that bonuses dining at a restaurant. It's like very, very low effort just rotating your card in and applying for a card and keeping a long-term strategy in mind when applying for cards. And even at a low level, like why not just get the bonus sign-up bonus? Why not? Dave Ramsey's, oh, I'll just put it on my debit card. Oh, I don't need to put it on a credit card. Well, Dave, if you're like this America's voice on money, financial expert, whatever, then couldn't you manage credit responsibly? Why don't you take advantage? Like, you know, the rewards are there, but you're not doing it. You're misrepresenting. Oh, it's the same thing. Credit debit. Well, you put it on a credit card. I put it on a debit card. Well, why not just put it on a credit card and use the debit card, the checking account to pay it off? Get the rewards. Oh, I just used my money. That's all. You got it. I'm going to use my money if I pay off a credit card, too. You're using your money on the debit card, and I'm still using my money to pay off the credit card. I'm just taking one extra step. And, you know, some of my listeners use auto pay to just um, pay their balances in full. I usually don't recommend auto pay because one ought to have multiple checking accounts and multiple credit cards for reasons I mentioned earlier to get multiple bonuses, signing up for bank accounts, getting like $400, $500 welcome offers, signing up for new checking accounts. So I'm rotating between bank accounts, credit cards with my spending. It's very easy to manage. It's really not that big of a deal. Some people make it out to be. So you could put it on auto pay if that's your thing. You know, you have your one checking account. I don't recommend it. But if you do, you could put it on auto pay. Or what about like taking an hour every week and just logging into all your accounts and checking and making sure that things are good and just manually making the payments? Like, is that so difficult? Like, oh, I just put it on my debit card and it's just done. Well, it's like one extra step on a credit card. Not really if you put it on auto pay. And for quite a bonus with the credit cards. I'm going to use your money to pay it off. Yeah. That's dumber than you just a rock. Have to have your- <laughs> it's dumber than a rock. So it's like, like, what's so dumb about it? You're taking one extra step to pay off a credit card. And there are a lot of people who will use credit and leverage it. So they get a 0% APR offer. They know they're making a purchase. They know the money's coming in later. They have the extra money in the bank. So why not just take an extra ten dollars or $15,000 loan at zero interest from a bank with zero APR, especially on a business card, and maybe you can invest that in a different account and make money with that. There's so many things you can do with credit that you can't do with cash. You know, this this Dave Ramsey uh, out-of-touch meme has been around of like, oh, well, look, Dave Ramsey has the money. He could pay a car in full. He could pay a mortgage in full, like whatever. He has more money. But a lot of people in the audience really don't. They can leverage zero APR and benefit from it. They can use the rewards and travel and pay next to nothing to travel. Like Dave Ramsey, oh, I just went to Mexico. I just paid for it. I just used my own money. Well, that seems to me dumb, dumb as a rock or dumber than a rock or whatever he was saying. Because I can just use points and miles and travel and not use my own money. I take these little steps. I have fun with this hobby of miles and points. And I get tremendous value and tremendous bonuses. So why not use credit and just pay it off? Brain turned on. absolutely dumber than a rock. Absolutely dumber than a rock. So it's like no real argument here. It's like, oh, you're dumb. This is stupid. Dumber than a rock. Like what? It, It seems dumb to me using debit. Why use debit if you can manage credit responsibly and just pay it off? And they've acknowledged, well... I'm just going to put all the spend on credit and just pay it off. So why not? Because you could be responsible. You take the one extra step. You know, like, what are people doing at night anyway? It's like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to go to bed at, at midnight. Let's just scroll on Facebook and Twitter. Let's just watch this random Netflix. Let's just watch TV. Like, is it really going to be difficult for you to multitask or just check in on your accounts and take a few minutes or an hour, as I said, if you have a lot of accounts, like once a week? Like, the extra effort giving you the tremendous benefit. And as I said, a lot of credit cards have these benefits. They didn't talk about this. They didn't talk about things like the rental insurance, the trip delay protection, the trip reimbursements, 
the cancellation protections and all these other benefits that we might see on credit cards that we're not getting with debit cards. You don't want to have your brain turned on. You want to just be able to swipe it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to have your brain turned on. Well, I, I would hope that with debit or credit, regardless, you're going to turn on your brain and be mindful of your spending. Like they're setting this up. Oh, you have credit. You're just going to go spend, spend, spend and turn off your brain. It's just not the case. We're actually using our brain to take advantage of the rewards. When you're not using your brain, you're getting probably 0% back on your debit card. That seems dumb. If you're such these money experts, what's so hard about managing it? It's and not dumb. think about it. <laughs> I don't want to think about my money, and I want to have some. But this is such a straw man. I don't want to think about my money. Who, who in the credit card miles and points community is saying, I don't want to think about my money? Who's advocating that? I'm not advocating that. Bloggers are not advocating that. Other podcasts are not advocating that. No one's advocating this. No one's saying, oh, I'm just going to not think about my money. I'm just going to spend and not think about it. That This is not the case. But yet this magically. oxymoronic. Yeah. Oxymoronic. What makes it oxymoronic? Yet magically, you'll have just enough from your paycheck to pay. Magically, you'll have enough from your paycheck. It, it, look, it's not like we're just playing this guessing game of, oh, I'm just going to put stuff on my credit and not pay attention to what I'm spending, not keep track. Like, Look, if you have a debit card, you see, okay, look, there's 700 in my account. I'm planning on spending this. Let's see if I have this. Okay. And my credit card, I'll say, okay, well, look, I could look at what I'm spending, log in the app, see what's on there and not overspend. Or if you're in this like middle to upper class, you know, whatever, like you don't have to budget like some people in the audience because you know you have the money behind as long as you're being responsible with your spending. So it's not this like constant look of, oh, do I have enough money? Do I need to budget? Do I need to employ these like budgeting envelopes? Now, maybe some people in the audience will have to be more attentive to that. But guess what? They can do it with debit and credit. They can still be responsible with their spending on a credit card. It's not difficult. And maybe actually has you turning on your brain more because it's additive rather than money taken out of the account, money you already have. It's not, it's, not, it's like this magical thing that we're just guessing and we're hoping we have the money. No, we're being intentional about spending. Paid off. That well, We know that's wrong. We know that's wrong. Well, is it really wrong if so many people are saying, look, I have credit cards. I paid off in full. I reap the rewards. I don't pay interest. What's wrong? What's wrong about that? Let me help you with this. We know that's not the case. People who don't think about money don't have any. People who don't think about money don't have any. Well, that's interesting. People that aren't thinking about the credit card game are really missing out when they could really benefit from the travel rewards, the cash back, the benefits. And we still do have money. This this character of you're not thinking about it. You're just spending. You're turning your brain off. It's just not true for people in the game. Not true at all. Is it really even true for people at a low level? Who have like maybe like one or two credit cards that they're just going out like randomly spending and hoping that things add up? You know, is, is like no one frugal? Everyone's overspending because they have credit? I don't think so. That's how this works. A trillion dollars, Dave, of, of credit card debt. Okay, so there's a lot of credit card debt out there, but that's not the case for everyone who's using credit. There are some irresponsible people using credit, just as there are irresponsible people using alcohol. So don't use credit if you can't manage it. Don't use alcohol if you can't manage it. What's so hard about this? Why not just say, be more mindful, be more careful with your spending. Here are ways to do that. You could do it on a debit card. You can do it on a credit card, too. But they're not giving you this information. They're just painting credit as all bad. Oh, it's the same thing using debit or credit. But they're not telling you about all the other things. That's what we're at. Yeah, we're at new record. New, re new, record, new record in car debt. Yeah, well, as there are more people in the population, things go up. There are more car accidents as there are more people, I would think. There are more problems. You know, heart disease goes up. Oh, heart disease goes up. People are eating more fast food. Or maybe they're just more people. 
You know, like th this is more complex than they're making it out to be. There's more credit card debt because there's more people. It's not necessarily the case that people are getting more irresponsible with spending. And even if some people are irresponsible with spending, people can still be responsible. Even if 80% of people are irresponsible with spending, well, what about those 20 that can be responsible? Yeah, if you can't manage it, don't do it. But for those who can, do it and take advantage. Get the rewards. Two. And the default rate is sky high. You know what? The default rate is sky high. Who's, who's defaulting in the miles and points game? I'm, I'm not recommending that. I'm saying, look, be responsible about your spending. Be intentional. Don't default. Don't pay interest. It's, it's really not going to be that difficult as long as you can be organized. Manage your finances. Manage your finances as you would on a debit card or a credit card. Me and you, we got a long career ahead of us. We sure do. Yep. Yeah, long career ahead. Misrepresenting credit, not telling the full story, painting credit is all bad. Uh, would be would be great to get some better information from the Ramsey show, but not sure that we're going to get that. So let's scroll down here. Um, I went to the next video. We're going to see he's, he's getting roasted in the comment section, which is interesting because it seems like a lot of people are saying, look, I can manage credit responsibly. Look, there's a lot of difference between credit and debit. Uh, here's one. Let me ask the question another way. What do you think offers greater risk? The financial tool that has a direct link to your accounts that contain your money or the financial tool that does not have a direct link to your accounts that contain your money? So yes, this is the point I was saying that when it's the bank's money, they're going to be more concerned about what's going on. But when it's your money, then they don't have that skin in the game. So there's a difference between debit and credit from this commenter. Here's another one. I understand them defending debit cards. However, I'm in the credit card camp. I use my credit card as a debit card and pay it off at the end of the month. I've done so for several years. Our card has been compromised several times. Not once has it affected my checking account. Correct. If your credit card is compromised, it's not impacting your checking account. But if your debit card is compromised, it is. Dave's take on credit card use is from a debt-free perspective. I get it. The way I use my card is just different. Correct. You're paying it off in full. You're not going into debt. Like Dave talks about debt. You're going into debt. You owe people money as it's this bad thing, but if you pay it off and you don't pay interest, what's the problem with that? Pretty sure my debit cards aren't even active anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't use my debit cards very often except for a select few that do give benefits. It's rare, but I'm certainly not using my debit cards day to day. I'm using credit and getting the rewards. Another commenter here, this is a big reason I use a credit card. I use it as if it were a debit card and I don't have to worry about my checking account being drained if someone gets my information. Correct. Absolutely correct. And that, that's an interesting point that if they get the debit, maybe they have ATM access. But if they get your credit card information, they don't necessarily have that. So a good comment here. Um, 43 upvotes on this one. So it's like it, it's this weird, maybe gaslighty thing where all these people are reporting, hey, look, I use credit responsibly. And Dave's like, no, you're not. You're overspending. It really doesn't work out as you think it does. It, it's just really bizarre. Uh, here's another comment. Using a credit card, the bank has to fight for their money back. Use a debit card and you have to fight for your money back. Correct. Another commenter, banks take too long to refund the money back into the account. It's not lickety split for many of us. At least that's been my experience. They have to investigate. Meanwhile, your checking account is out of the money. Absolutely correct. Another commenter here. Remember that you can, for most debit cards, lock the card, which will stop any unexpected access. Bit of a pain, but it works. Yeah, that's a possibility. But if the money is already taken from the account then that's going to be a more difficult process, more likely. Here's another commenter. Why is it so hard to believe that there are people who do pay cards off every month? I get cash back and I pay it off every month. Absolutely. 
So uh, yeah, what's what's the deal here? Dave is saying, oh, it's it's dumb as rocks, dumber than a rock. It's oxymoronic to just treat it like a debit card. But there's like no argument for that. It's like he's just name calling. He's just saying things. <laughs> uh, here's here's uh, some more comments. Some banks won't give you your money back right away. Some banks wait until they finish investigating it. Yep, your money is gone right away. On a credit card, it isn't because it is not your money. On debit, it is not zero after a certain time period. Correct. <laughs> uh, here's uh, uh, didn't need my money back when someone charged eight hundred dollars on my Chase credit card at a mall in Tokyo. That's right. If there's a fraudulent transaction, it's not your money. It's the bank's money. <laughs> um, another comment here. This is tied for the worst advice that Dave gives. Fraud in your credit card doesn't cause you to wake up to negative balance in your bank account, bounce checks, inability to pay mortgage and utilities, etc. Yes, you're going to get it back eventually, but the mortgage lender really doesn't care why your payment didn't clear in the meantime. That's a good point. So imagine you have some utility or mortgage or whatever, and it's tied to this debit account, and your debit card gets jacked, your account gets jacked, and it's frozen, whatever, like... You're going to have a lot of problems. You know, my debit cards are just at home most of the time in a safe. And they're they're almost certainly not getting jacked because I'm not using them. I'm using the credit cards. Like I said, mobile pay, PayPal. I'm using these other things to give me a little bit of protections. But if I have an issue with a credit card, I'm not going to be in bad shape compared to someone who just has the one debit card or a lot of auto pays tied to it, as uh, Dave was talking about. Uh, scrolling down, I pay off the card every month. What's the big deal? I live way below my means and not spending more. Good to know both are covered for fraud. Yeah, so paying off the credit card, living below your means, embrace the frugal life. You're going to have a good time if you're being responsible with credit. But Dave isn't going to tell you that. Like, everybody's going to overspend. It's all ruined. It's not going to be worth it. He's saying it's the same thing. It's clearly not the same thing. Uh, scrolling down here, the issue is when the fraudulent charge is pending. I've had funds in my account frozen because of fraudulent pending charges because they couldn't flag them until the charge is posted. Yep, so it's not quite lickety split as the host was making it out to be. <laughs> uh, here's another comment. Um, so you can't be debt-free, a millionaire, and have a credit card? Who knew? I guess I'll cut mine up. So they're kind of mocking Dave here. No, just kidding. Love my credit card. Yeah, Dave saying, oh, you're, you're going to be in debt. It's all useless. Like, Okay, you can be a millionaire and have a credit card. That's right. You can follow Dave's other steps, but ignore what he's saying about credit because Dave is just misrepresenting. He's not telling you the full story in many cases. So this was a review of uh, do credit cards really offer better protection than debit cards? Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for future episodes. Visit hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me, find me on social media, read episode transcripts, and schedule a free consultation. Support the show through Subscribestar, referral links, and buying from my eBay store. Find the show on many podcast platforms and YouTube, where you can find bonus videos. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day.